When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. What's going on, everybody? We are back. This is episode... <gasps> he forgot. 188 of the Dark Windows podcast. I, I had to double check because we finally ran out of notebook on the first one. Uh-oh. Dude, so no shit. This takes us from episode 72 up to episode 187 in that notebook. There's wow. a lot of history in there. So uh, Wait. So one eight. This one episode's not in there. No, th- this will be the next. This will be the first one in the new notebook. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That you do you have? I have two. Okay. Because I bought three of these. So this is going to take us up over almost three hundred. Over three hundred. If we make four. it that far, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you I might mean, die. I might die. You might get syphilis. God, I hope I, I die. I had one of those days at work where I was like, you know what? But anyway, speaking of things that suck, let's talk about Massachusetts. Oh, oh, oh that one hurt. I know. Burn. Hey, it, it's New England. We're allowed to shit talk each other. Exactly. Because you know what we'll all, we'll all agree on? Fuck New York. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all of us also will agree, but we won't tell them. Fuck Connecticut, too. No, I'll tell them. Yeah, well, you gotta be got to be nice because that's where all the money is. And, I don't care. I hate Connecticut. Yeah. I mean, when you're trying to find Bass Pro Shop and you accidentally find a bunch of liquor stores that are barred up on a Saturday, you've been you're in the wrong part of the state because you missed a fucking exit. But Massachusetts is like that too, I'm assuming. We're not because we we're like a wholesome family community up in here. Um uh, and then we just fucking hate everybody. Welcome to the Green Mountains, bitch. Go home. Um so anyway, the spirit of America, Massachusetts. It's it's what their license plate says, dude. Just saying. The spirit of Massachusetts is the spirit of America. Yeah. Family guy. Anyway. Don't ever. (laughs) So Massachusetts is one of the most geographically diverse states in the Northeast. The eastern half of it dips down into the Atlantic Ocean, and the western half rises up into the Berkshire Mountains. Uh, Nearly 700 mass holes call this place home, with 700,000 of them in the capital of Boston alone. (laughs) I love it. You said mass holes. I did say mass holes. What else are you going to call them? Uh, Yeah, that's true. They're mass holes. That's that's a term of endearment. (laughs) Only state that that when you take a driver's test... Honking your horn and flipping someone off is is part of the test. Has um, to be. Also, coming from the automotive industry, I can tell you, um, vehicles that are sold in Massachusetts are not required to have uh, a, a directional signaler because they just don't use them. No. Ever. They <clears> install <throat> them when they sell them to Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. We have to put them in up here. Yeah. Because uh, we do shit proper. Yeah. Um, well, 
some people semi. up here now are starting it, it, to massify themselves. It's because they moved here, and they ruined it for the rest of us. Assholes. Yeah. I don't like your laws. I want it to be more like the state that I moved out of because I didn't like it. Anyway, I've, I've made my hatred of other states clear <laughs> before. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. I want to move to one where there's nobody in it, like Idaho, and just get the fuck away from everybody. But there's people in there. Not that many, though. Or Montana. Montana uh, would be gangster. Just get the fuck out. Uh-huh. I'd start wearing a cowboy hat and shit. Mm-hmm. You have to. <laughs> with, with your fucking Jesus long hair. Yeah. And they'd be like... It'd be fine. They'd be like, listen, <clears throat> poser, shut the fuck up. That'd be fine. Because I'm not afraid to get dirty. So so let's get into some fun facts, shall we? Fun facts. The T is the oldest subway system in the world, having opened in 1897. And we dumped that shit in the fucking ocean. Well, we're going to get to that, buddy. The Fig Newton was created in Massachusetts in 1891. It oh, was very really? nearly called the Fig Shrewsbury, but the town of Newton won out. Do you imagine a strawberry Fig Shrewsbury? The Fig Newton? Yeah, it's from Newton, Mass, dude. I didn't know that. Yep. Huh. Yep. That's interesting. You, you imagine a, a a raspberry, fig shrewsberry? Jesus. H. Christ. You're, yeah. You'd have a stroke trying to buy them in the, in the gas station. Yeah. Way yeah. back in, uh, in 1659, Boston passed a law that outlawed the celebration of Christmas. <laughs> this was due to Puritans believing the holiday was too indulgent and therefore immoral. Of course, this was reversed about 20 years later when they're like, fuck the Puritans, they're weirdos. We got some Catholics up in this bitch. We're doing Christmas now. <laughs> Fuck you, you weird Quakers. <laughs> even, no, even though there is still Puritans here 20 years later. Yeah, they're still kind of here, too, yeah. in some way, shape, or form, I would yeah. imagine. Um, Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you. Were the first words spoken over the telephone ever. Um, that call took place March 10th of 1876 in Boston when Alexander Graham Bell summoned his lab, assist- lab assistant from the next room. Instead of just like, hey, fuck face, you know, like anybody else would. Of course. Yeah, you know, we got to make a phone call because and well, everybody, you... everybody bitches today about like people just sit there and text each other. This guy made a phone call in his own fucking house. Yes, but the okay? thing is he had to test it. He could have called somebody else. Um, but, the, what, the, but the other person didn't have a phone. Thanks to William Rosenberg of Quincy, Massachusetts, America officially runs on Duncan. He opened the first Dunkin' Donuts in 1948, and the 100th of his shops opened less than 20 years later. That's impressive. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Ruth Graves Wakefield made every fat kid ever happy when in 1930, she invented the chocolate chip cookie in the Toll House restaurant in Newton, Massachusetts. I'm not a big Toll House cookie fan. Just the chocolate chip cookie in general is her creation. Okay. And that's why you okay. have Toll House, because it was at the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So, thank you, Ruth. You goddamn hero. You You are... American staple. Yes. God, why isn't this bitch on a quarter by now? I, I don't know. Fuck Susan B. Anthony. This one. Yeah. Ruth Wakefield. Let's get her on, like, a 35-cent piece or some shit. I'm thinking, I will, I... hell, I'm thinking even a dollar. Who's a, Who could we get rid of on the bills to put her on there instead? Everybody's like, oh, we got to put, you know, no, I, we got to put Harriet Tubman on the 20. I know. No, 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 no. no Harriet no, no. Tubman didn't do shit. This lady created chocolate chip cookies. $5 bill because Abe is already on the penny. And he's also an asshole. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I think she goes on the $5 bill. We just can't 
Boom. We, we can't do the 50 because Ulysses S. Grant's drunken ghost whoa, whoa, whoa. will come back and kill yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Um, we, don't, we don't take that drunken asshole no. off. If he was a magic card, he would be legendary creature, alcoholic. Yeah, and we yeah. can't take the $100 bill because we can't take Benjamin off. No. Nope. Because Benjamin was a pimp. He sure fucking was, dude. Yeah, so I mean, you you know. might, oh, dude, we need. I, I want to do a, a run and of. I want to do a run of Magic: The Gathering cards of Civil War generals. Jackson was an asshole, but a crazy. asshole. He beat a motherfucker almost to death with his cane that yeah. tried to kill him. Yeah. Um. So hear me out. Okay. We got to do a run of Magic: The Gathering cards. Uh-huh. With Civil War generals. Uh-huh. Because I think the only one technically that I think would bother people would be uh, Tecumseh, because he's clearly uh, a fire type. Um, he'd be mountain with all the fireballs and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> Tap see. to land, burn Atlanta to the ground. <laughs> uh, 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 anyway. Yeah, definitely. That is yes. Tap to. It'd be land. fucking great. No, that? no, no, no. Well, it would be two. Would it be two land? No, two mountains. Yeah. Well, it's two land. You know, True. in general. You're right. You're right. Um, oh, for those of you not with me, I just had a fantastic looking steak dinner delivered. Um. Uh, suck it officially is my statement on this. Um, ready to get some dumb laws because there's some good ones. Okay, Quakers and witches have been banned statewide. Well, I'm... so you can't be either or. Yeah, um, you're prohibited from having a gorilla in the back seat of your car statewide. Fucker. I know that's, that's fucking Bullshit. dreams are shot now. This one I could not agree with more. Tomatoes are not allowed to be used in for I'm um, sorry, tomatoes are not allowed to be used for the purpose of making clam chowder. Wow. Because clam chowder is supposed to be white. White. Red clam chowder is a fucking lie. It's gotta be cool whip. Oh dude, I you don't like clam chowder, do you? Yes I do. Okay. Whoa. Not canned clam chowder. Mother No. Fuck that shit. Oh fuck. Real. It. I will Real sl- clam chowder. slap the shit out of you. Did I say I was gonna ha- like make you eat it? I wouldn't do that to you. We're friends. Canned clam chowder, my dick. How dare you? You can be. And it, first off, a it's not chowder; it's chowder. Okay. At least they can talk. Depending somewhere. on where you get it. Well, it's not. We don't get. You know. No, 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 no. We're not talking about that fucking New York bullshit. No, that's that's the red shit. It's a lie. Yeah, yeah. We're talking like real clam chowder. Yeah. I mean, it's chowder. It's gonna have corn. Yeah. And like little chunks of taters in it. And a white creamy sauce. The if you've never had fucking clam chowder, uh, go to New England. Come to New England and like, and it has to be thick. It can't be. Oh, it's got to be thick as fuck, dude. It can't be that New York fucking like, runny. You shit. You should be able to like tip your bowl almost, almost completely sideways and like be able to see it slide and want to come out of the bowl, yeah. but not come out. Because the New York stuff is runny. It's water. It's water. It's bullshit. It's yeah. minestrone soup with exactly. fucking clams in it. Which I like minestrone soup, but yeah. you don't put fucking clams no, in it. No, no, you put no. crackers in it. Yes. Anyway. No, no, you don't do that either. Fuck you, you don't. You put no. black pepper and crackers in it. Nope. <clears throat> or like uh, uh, oyster crackers. I like yeah, those. you just put fucking pe- pe- pepper Get in fucked. it and that's it. You can be fined $50 and face up to two months in jail for giving a hospital patient beer. I'm assuming that doesn't apply in Boston. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, need th- I need 50 cc's of Sam Adams stat. This man's... Clearly almost dehydrated. We need to get some beer in him. Um, women <laughs> women are not allowed to be on top during sexy time. Son of a bitch. Which, really? Yeah. Huh. Fuck Massachusetts. That's, you know. <laughs> you ain't going to tell me how to, how, to, how to screw, you weird state. Uh, as long as the governor is present, 
you can fight a duel to the death on Boston Commons, but only on Sundays. Okay. I, I, I'll... You have, the governor has to be there, though. Well, I mean, all right. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. So I, I, I'm totally cool with that. I'm... And, of course, in uh, it's illegal to uh, detonate a nuclear device within the city limits of Marlboro, Mass. Well, that's... Obviously. I mean, not many places are, are going to be cool with that. Um, ready for some famous people? Okay. Oh, I'm going to shit all over everybody in Maryland. Edgar Allan Poe was born in 1809 in Boston. Suck it, Maryland. Okay. You get nothing and like it. You get his you get his corpse okay. and a bad football team named after his fucking poetry. Okay. When was the last time they were good? Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Okay. 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 Uh, the following presidents were all born in Massachusetts. John Adams, John Quincy Adams, JFK, George Bush Sr. All born in Mass. W was actually born in Maine, believe it or not. Yep. He's a Kenny Bunk. Yep. Yep. Um, which is weird because he doesn't sound, none of them sound like they're from the Northeast. Nah. Yeah. Well, even though Senior. Well, he was a fucking CIA spook. He's he going to have a weird li- accent. He kind of anyway. lives up there, though. He's dead. Well, he kind of lived up there, though. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I think for most of the time. I don't know. The Brockton Blockbuster, the only heavyweight champion to retire undefeated, Rocky Marciano, was also born in Massachusetts, but in Brockton in 1923. Fuck you, Philadelphia. You get the fake Rocky. Real one's from Mass. Uh-huh. Uh, Theodore Giesel, better known as Dr. Seuss, or the man that cheated on his wife when she had cancer, uh, was born in Springfield in 1904. So, yeah. Okay. The, the Lorax doesn't abide by that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the vagina is diseased. We will find a new one. Uh, Captain America, Chris Evans, was born in Boston. Um, uh-huh. The man who was also potentially cast to play Captain America, John Krasinski, is also from Massachusetts, from The Office. Jimbo. Uh, John Cena was born in West Newberry in 1977, but nobody really remembers seeing him around town. <laughs> Somebody will get that, goddammit. The man, the myth, the legend. The man that invented electricity and gonorrhea on the same day. America's favorite man whore, Benjamin Franklin, was born in Boston in 1706. And I didn't know this until recently, but his son William was a filthy, filthy British loyalist. And for that, Benjamin never forgave him. Understandably. He had a son? Yeah, yeah. I thought he... He had a son named William, and he was a giant, giant loyalist, yeah. I thought he only had a daughter. No, he had a son. He had, he had a lot of kids, but only only two that he can claim. He had a son and a daughter. Uh, but yeah, his son was a loyalist. Piece oh. of shit. Redcoat fuck. Hey, you know, yeah. gotta be something. And he, he sided with the Redcoats, whatever. Wrong side of history. Uh, you know. Um... And the man who showed the world that the best place for tea is in the motherfucking harbor, Samuel Adams, was born in Boston in 1722. And so what is his brother and his other brother and yeah. his brother Daryl, the other one Daryl, 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 and Daryl. You know who else? Daryl Adams from Massachusetts. Who's that? Well, a certain th- a pair of uh, you know uh, three brothers from uh, that are credited with a whole bunch of Vermont shit. Yeah. You know, Ethan Allen, Ira Allen. This because Vermont didn't exist at that point. Okay. All right. 
Touche. At that point in time, Massachusetts was actually Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Maine. And Vermont was just kind of like that weird, like, no man's land between there and New York. So. Anyway. Yeah. You want to start us off? Okay. Yeah, let's sure. fucking do it. Sure. So that's all that, uh, ooh. What's that's that? all our shit, man. Okay. So. My portion of the episode for the week is the Huckamock Swamp. Yeah, buddy. Uh, the Huckamock Swamp is a vast wetland encompassing much of the north, par- northern part of southeastern Massachusetts. Uh, this is a sixteen thousand. This is a sixteen thousand nine hundred and fifty acre. Parcel of parcel of land. It's a big fucking swamp. Uh, it is considered the largest freshwater swamp in the state. That doesn't surprise me, really. No, because I mean it's it's huge. We've driven through part of it when we went to um, Salem. No, no, no. It's it's way further south than that. We went to uh, King Richard's Fair. Salem's by the fucking ocean. No, but the 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 swamp is further south. It's it's south of Boston. Well, yeah, but. Because Salem's we, on the oh, by the ocean, right? But Salem's north of Boston. No, when we went to King Richard's Fair, when we went, to, I don't remember what town it was in. It was way down south in Massachusetts. Yeah, we drove through uh, Taunton, which is part of the technically it's part of the Bridgewater Triangle, yeah. but the swamp is right in there as well. Huh. That neck of the woods. Okay, I guess I didn't know that. Um, the more you know. Yeah. Rainbow. Mm. <laughs> uh, like white LeVar Burton. I'll teach you how to read, bitch. Hey. <laughs> it's the reading rainbow, motherfucker. Fair. Let's not, you know, let's not uh, this that show. That was a good Did one. I? I love that show. Uh, so it acts as a natural flood control mechanism for the region. Uh, it is contained within parts of Bridgewater, Easton, Norton, uh, Rhinum, Rainum, Rainum, sorry, <laughs> not Rhinum. Wow, I read that wrong. Rainum, uh, Taunton, which Kevin said, mm-hmm. and West Bridgewater, which is where we went for the Bridgewater is where we went for the King Richard's Fair. Yes, and actually Taunton is where we're going to be talking about when my half comes up. Yes, um, and uh, it's crossed by it's crossed by a number of roads, including Route Twenty Four and Route One Thirty Eight. And it has an old railroad bed that goes through it. Uh, I, I okay. I'm gonna struggle bus with this uh, Native American name, but and I tried to like look it up last night, and I tried to pronounce it over and over again. Okay. So I do apologize for any Native Americans that might be listening. I'm to pretty this. sure they're not listening. They might. You never know. <laughs> we don't have many left, so. Um, the Wampanoag. Wampanoag. Noag, Noag. Same difference. Well, maybe. Uh, people gave the swamp its name with uh, with Hockamock meaning, quote, place where spirits dwell. The English settlers. That's not ominous as shit or anything. No. The English settlers, you know, being superstitious and, you know, just, hey, I don't, don't want to take that name, called it Devil's Swamp because they don't understand it. So. Something they didn't understand, they were like. So we're going to go from where spirits are yep. to Devil's Swamp, because yep. that's less ominous. Yeah. 
fucking white people. <laughs> uh, during the 17th century, the Hakamak Swamp was used as a fortress by the Wampanoag, the pre- uh, predominating tribe of the natives in the area, against the- invasion from early uh, English settlers. Another big tribe there would have been, the, I believe, the Narragansett. I don't think Narragansett. That's, that's because that, they're like northern Rhode Island, southern Massachusetts, and that neck of the woods. I think that's Maine. No. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I don't really know my Native American tribes in the area. I I only um, know that because I started looking into a little bit of this, and I went, ah, I'm going to do a, I'm, I'm going to do a different one instead. <laughs> so, um, it played it. This the swamp played a role in uh, King Philip's War as a strategy against the operations of the Metacomet, also known as King Philip. Are you gonna? Is that where you're talking about? What the uh, King Philip's War? No. Okay, because that's. Full disclosure, that's what I originally started on. Was going to do that, and I was like, "Eh, that that's it's because, probably closer to wanting to do its own thing." You yeah, know, because it does not. King Philip's War didn't only. I mean, it's it's they, part of the 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 first uh, Indian War. Yeah, but but they were like, no, they. It only plays a small portion in the war, he, right? Because I mean, he actually died in Connecticut. Yeah, I mean, the, you um, do get so. a haunted a haunted belt story out of it. So, but, um, anyway, uh, so it King, the King Philip's war, uh, is to launch a assault against nearby English settlements. Uh, for centuries, natives uh, had relied on hunting game there and the swamp had gained a revered status among them. In addition to life sustaining activities, such much of the swamp served a dual purpose as a sacred burial ground. Mm-hmm. The Huckamock is occasionally referred to as the uh, Hobomock. The the Wampanoag worshipped and feared Hobomock, Hobomock, a.k.a. uh, Hobomock, the chief deity of death and disease. Hobomock, composed of, of human souls of the dead, was known to concentrate in the areas like the Huckamock. Thus, the terms Huckamock and Hobomock became interchangeable among non-native mer- natives when referring to the swamp or the spirit. Yep. Other generations, I'm sorry, over the generations, many have believed the Huckamock is home to spirits, strange animals, and more. Uh, story. Some wild fucking stories there, too. Yeah, there's stories abound. Uh, I hope you get into some. There are... So they're like stories of uh, vicious giant red dogs with red eyes seen ravenously uh, sinking their fangs into the throats of ponies, a flying creature that resembled a uh, pterodactyl, the the dinosaur that could fly. If anybody didn't know that. So um, it's like a half-assed Jersey Devil. Okay. <laughs> no. Because there's been actually different places where that's true. Pterodactyls, They're, like uh, maybe Cal- closer to like a thunderbird kind of. No, no, because no pterodactyls own thing. Because uh, there's other places actually. I think California. I think, I think California, or somewhere else has actually has a um, sightings of a pterodactyl. That I know, know Texas has had some too. Um. So yeah, it's not really kind of like thunderbird. I mean. It, they just think that it's, you know, hey, just mis- misidentification and I mean, as a huge bird. As New Englanders, 
you know, global warming and all that bullshit aside, I think we can all come to an agreement. Not the best place in the country for dinosaurs. No. No. Uh, so there's also been uh, sightings of Native American ghosts paddling canoes and gl- uh, and glowing somethings hovering over the trees. There's also talk of UFOs. a... Maybe. There's also talk of a shaggy half-man, half-ape uh, seen shuffling through the woods. Some believe the Hockamock Swamp is cursed. Oh, yeah. I mean... So here's some stories about the hawk, about the swamp. But I mean, you, I I can see where you could get the cursing because you have a space like that which is held sacred by the native tribes. People are buried there. People are buried there. People have been killed there, mm-hmm. and wars and shit. Uh, yeah, I could see where where the idea of it being haunted would come from. Now, all I I didn't really find I don't I don't really know if actually people got killed there per se, because I think it was actually more like it was their base and they raided out of there unless somebody raided them you know what i mean yeah i'm not sure i don't know i'd have to actually look into that more to see if actually people raided them you know so i'll I'll hold off on my thing of that but i did want to look i i actually was kind of interested in the king phillips you know war again that could be its own episode we could do that at some point because i was uh because i never i never really heard much about it and you know being loving history i just you know that'd be awesome to to know more about i mean that and um um like fort wilderness or the was the battle of wilderness about but that shit like that but that was out in ohio i know but still stuff like that where we just like europeans stuck their dick in it and they're (laughs) the indians are like oh i'm gonna take your hair now shit like that i've always been fascinated by that well, yeah, that was kind of like – it was a give and take back and forth because there was like some f- bad shit uh-huh. that happened but you know, that way. That's the thing that, that I've always – And it wasn't really – I don't think it was actually really Ohio per se because – It might have been like Pennsylvania, something well, like that, or western New York. It was kind of like – I guess what they call Ohio now. I mean because it was just – it was in the – you know – Wilderness. For some might not know, you know, the West was like Western New York. Yeah. Uh, Ohio was still technically, I think, possibly part of the Wild West. It was. There's some weird. No, no, I mean like right now. There's some oh. crazy shit that goes on in Ohio. Oh, no. But like that <clears throat> during that time, there was like, if you went over the Appalachian Mountains, mm-hmm. you were pretty much. You're in, an Indian country. Yeah. You, you, you're you on your own. But that's the thing I've always been fascinated with, with uh our conquest in quotes of, of the country as, as Europeans, everybody acts like the, the, the people that were here were super peaceful before we got here. No fucking way. The, the natives had been killing each other for thousands of years before we got here. Yeah, but not we, as... we, it's not like we got here and they're like, we got to start killing these motherfuckers. They were doing it all the time. But not anyway. as much as some people thought, like such as the case was with, uh, um, Samuel D. Champlain. Yeah, he thought they would war each other. You know, they were savages. No, 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 no. Because turns out, you know what, the, what they did? They took some. They they like. So they they kind of went over to different places and uh, they just like. Oh hey, we'll raid and then we might take someone hostage and then right. we're gonna then we're gonna talk about it and then uh, we'll give them back. You know, and we're gonna take something else. And he was like, "What the hell? 
you're supposed to be shooting each other. That's you know because that's what they did over there. <laughs> yeah. So he's like provoked it and. Well, the, the, there that was, was also between the Mohawk and the um, Algonquin. Algonquin. But that you also had that confederation of tribes, like the uh, the Algonquin, the uh, Iro- not Iroquois. Mohawk. Well, the were well, the Mohawk technically were part of the Iroquois. Right. Iroquois. But there was there was like that confederation of tribes. There was like eight or ten of them. They were actually on good terms with each other, and they didn't really fuck with each other too much, and they were no. peaceful with each other. It wasn't until the French came, and then the, and then, what was it? I think the Algonquins sided with the English, and the Mohawks sided with the the French. And I'm not even getting mad at you for blaming the French for starting shit because you're not wrong, and it's always true. They start shit, they don't finish it. Well, I mean, they just you know, didn't really start anything. They just kind of. You know, they were still involved. Fuck them. They needed someone to to show them away and different ways around. Their dumb powdered wigs and blue jackets. Get fucked. The British are the same way. <laughs> hey, they did help us out a little bit. Yeah, but so did the super gay German dude. That actually, like, actually helped us. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah. So let's give them some stories. Hell yes. Um, about the swamp. Okay. So the first one that I found was uh. A uh, name, guy named Joe DeAndre. Um, so Joe thought that the swamp may be inhabited by a creature yet to be identified. Oh, I think I know which one this is. Uh, in 1978, when he was 24, he was standing on the shore of the clay banks, a pond in Bridgewater near the swamp. Uh, his back was to the water, and he said, "Quote: I was standing there." I'm Minding my own fucking business. No, he says I was standing. <laughs> says quote I was standing there, and for some reason, I had to turn around. It was a chill or something inside of me, and I turned around, and there, off to the left. I'm sorry. The, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay, and I turned around, and there, off to the right, maybe two hundred yards away, there was this well. I don't know what it was. It was a creature that was all brown and hairy, like a big apish, and was like, oh, I'm sorry. He was a huge frigging guy. It was like a big apish and man thing. It was making its way for the for the woods, but it, I didn't stick around to watch where it was going. I ran for the street. Uh, he was. He never actually figured out what he saw. And uh, not long after his encounter, the Bridgewater resident or uh, organized expeditions to search for, right. um, for the Bigfoot-like creature. Equipped with, a, with cameras and rifles, the searchers trekked deep into the Huckamock Swamp two or three times. They found not a trace of the beast. About five years after uh, he saw his creature, another local resident reported seeing something similar. John Baker, a veteran fur trapper. That's a fake name. <laughs> John Baker? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Might as well just be like, hello, I'm white. <laughs> uh, he was about a mile from his West Bridgewater home on a canoe in the river, uh, on a canoe in a river in the swamp, uh, laying muskrat lines on in a winter night. Now, people don't know what muskrats are. They're kind of like a... Uh, a cross between a beaver and a rat. Yeah. Um, because they kind of build the same. They build like these it's an otter dens. rat. Yeah. 
they kind of build the same like dens like a beaver. Um, you science, not... fo- you science folk would probably call it a nutria. You're probably right. Yeah. Well, anyway, because that's what that fucker uh, is. You don't really eat. You don't. You guess you could eat them. I don't really know. Um, I mean, mostly I know. they're mostly they're like trapped for um, their their pelts. Yeah, at least they used to be. Yeah, I mean, you don't get a lot for for any kind of pelt anymore, really. No. Um, like I, I remember my dad telling stories when he was a kid. They'd go out and fucking whack like 10, 15 coyotes, and they'd sell the pelts and make a couple hundred bucks on them. Yeah, but that was back in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, nobody not... pays for it anymore because no. you know. So paddling cruelty. Uh, so paddling along in the quiet, Baker heard a loud crash and and a rumble of an animal in the nearby woods. Frozen with fear, he saw a large hairy beast slog into the river and pass within a, a few yards. Says, quote, I knew it was, wasn't a human because it passed by me. I could smell it. It smelled like a skunk, musty ha. and dirty. Yep. You're kind of like boilerplate Bigfoot thing. Yeah. You know. Baker, who died in 2001, always maintained that he could not identify what he saw. But it was his more than 30 years of trapping in the swamp that he never saw such a thing before or after. Yeah. Uh, now, in, go- uh, Massachusetts is not one of those states that has a lot of Bigfoot sightings. But there seems to be two areas. You have the Bridgewater Triangle, where mm-hmm. the swamp is, mm-hmm. and then western Massachusetts up in the mountains. Yep. And they're, like, few and far between, really. Yeah. Not like here, where you get... Shit, we don't get a lot reported here either, but it's because, you know, how Vermonters are. Yeah, we're just weird. Well. Not weird, but we just don't want to talk No, about we it. just, yeah, we don't talk about stuff because, you know. So, now. That would require showing emotion half the time. We don't do that, yeah. goddammit. Now, going back to the early 1900s, there have been several reported sightings of UFOs in the vicinity of the swamp. Mm-hmm. I knew on, you were going to get into UFOs. On Halloween night <laughs> in 1908. Two uh, undertakers on their way from West Bridgewater to Bridgewater said they saw in the sky what looked like a giant lantern. They and they watched it hover for nearly. What 40... was that word? Hover. It sounded like you said they watched it Hoover, and I'm like, they, they what now? Hover. Okay. Maybe I said Hoover, but I meant. I, I hover. think it, I think it came out more as Hover. Maybe. Like, listen. My fucking inner woodchuck came what out. What are you okay? from fucking Norway all of a sudden? It was hovering around. <laughs> you jealous? No. Why would I be jealous of that? <laughs> Your health care and bullshit. So the burn church is fuck face. <laughs> I will. Anyway, yeah. they watched it ho- uh, hover for nearly 40 minutes. Swirling lights. Um, swirling lights have been seen above the swamp near the uh, Raynham Totten uh Greyhound Park. I didn't know there was actually a Greyhound Park. Yep, old dog track. Yeah, I only thought there was a. I only know of the one, so which is in, uh, Benning, oh, Pondal. Oh no, they, they, there's dog racing tracks all over the yeah. fucking place. Yeah. Uh, area resident Courtney Cullen says that she saw what she believes was a UFO in the summer of 1999, while at a cookout in Bridgewater near Lake. Uh, Nippin' Nitic. 
You try that one more time. Nip and nick, nick kick, nitick. Okay, nick, nick at. You're you're getting worse each time. Nip and nick it, nick it. No, I don't know. I'm pretty confident none of those are right. Well, one, one more time. Nip and nick at. That's still not right, but <laughs> I just wanted to keep hear you keep saying it. I think that's right. <laughs> like nip slip. Anyway. Well, you try to pronounce it, asshole. Nick knack paddywhack. N i p p e n. I C K E T. Nipponetic. Final answer. <laughs> no. It was definitely closer. It sounded better because I didn't stammer through it. No. Nipponetic. Yeah, no. I just I, I just turned into a politician. I, you just don't uh, stammer through it and people <laughs> believe you. Uh, which I mean, which is why we don't have a believable president, because he can't string together a fucking coherent thought. Well, and that's why people harass us because you know, we fucking can't you know, stream through those course. fucking idiots. They can't even read. You know what? You're right. You're right. Okay. So, uh, nip and talk. Uh, <laughs> that's the like, I'm going to call it, uh, a good portion of which is in the Huckamock swamp. She says, quote, suddenly there was a noise, wicked loud. And it was wicked, wicked. fucking loud. Kid. It was wicked. It was fucking wicked, wicked, fucking loud. And there, where lights, the, and then, no, I'm sorry. Standing there with my fucking dunks cup, yep. and here comes this wicked loud fucking thing and out of like, nowhere. I was like, fucking boom. Bada fucking bing, up bada in the air, you know? Yeah, fucking right by the park. A fucking, oh, Jesus, I was parking. You always have to bring up the fucking, the, the park and the car when you do a, Boston, a Massachusetts thing. Well, There's so was, many other words. I know. I mean. But they were parking the car. So, fun she story. Actually, she was actually at the barbecue. Right. So, fun story. I work with a guy from Massachusetts, mm. and I also work with a guy from Maine. Uh, when they get pissed off, the accents come out, uh, and it is so fucking funny to hear just how similar they really are. You can't get that from here. Well, the guy from Maine, there's three different types of people from Maine. You have forest people, uh-huh. ocean people, uh-huh. and mountain people. Uh-huh. He's forest people, so they have a completely different fucking accent. Okay, so some of those forest people are mountain people because... Uh, was it Kincaidan is uh you know Forest Mountain? Who? It's, it's where the fucking Appalachian Trail ends. Katahdin? You know it. <laughs> yes, that one. That's mountain. That's not woods people. That's woods people too. No, 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 no. It's different. Cause like your mountain have mainers. Have you ever been there? I have. Well, I've not been to that fucking particular mountain. But I, the guy that I'm talking about agreed with me. He goes, "Yeah, you're right." Because you get out towards the coast, the further you get towards the coast, the thicker that fucking chowder accent gets. You come back in, and it slows down a little bit. Slows down a little bit until it's about here, and it stops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, listen, we shouldn't be throwing casting stones because... We don't have an accent. I can't hear it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, first off, A... We're not from Ferrisburg, we're not from Benson, and we're not from fucking... Uh... First off, A... Yeah. We have an accent by region of our fucking whole state, south to north. If you go so- southern Vermont, gets a little massy. It's a little fuck. It's it's quite or massy. Eastern Vermont gets a little massy. Southeastern, you know, little- southeastern New Hampshire, New Ham- yeah, close to New Hampshire, you know. But then you get to northern Vermont. Well, it, it gets a little bit fishy because there's some fucking Quebecois in there. Yeah. You know, but then there's also that uh, 
you can't get there from here. That's middle Vermont. You know. <laughs> Where the hobbits live. <laughs> no, that is most definitely up, like, Northeast Kingdom, like, St. Johnsbury. Those are all fucking hippies anyway. But they talk like that, and all. Yeah, because they watch Pet Cemetery too much. Uh, well, no, because, uh, <laughs> this one guy that was from, uh, um, Orange, uh, County Court, where I used to go to the courthouse up there, and, uh. He'd be like, well, you know, you can't do that. I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, oh, really, huh? He's like, yeah, you can't do that. Can't, so, I don't know. Down at the airport. So funny story. There's uh, another podcast I was listening to. It's called Unsubscribe. It's one of the, like, the Black Rifle Coffee, like, network podcasts, but it's, like, gaming and shit. Uh-huh. And you've got, um, there's three guys on there. You've got uh, Eli from Black Rifle, who's fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's a little... Like, uh, things from like Texas originally. Um, so he's got that little bit of a, you know, the Texas accent. There's a guy on there that, uh, does a bunch of shit on YouTube called donut operator. He's from North Carolina. So he's got that accent. And the other guy that's on there, um, you mean the South accent? It's North Carolina. It's a, it's its own accent. Okay. The other guy on there is a streamer. Uh, his name is Batty, big redhead dude. And I'm listening to it and I'm watching it. I was watching on YouTube and I'm like, guy doesn't have an accent. That's fucking weird. Like 10 minutes later, he's talking about going to high school in Essex. And I went, I fucking knew it. I knew it. He's one of us because he doesn't have a goddamn accent. <laughs> I knew it. No, but we get told. You to pick t- one out. But yeah, we get told to slow down when we talk because we talk too fucking fast. They're like, come on, slow down. What do you mean I'm talking fast? I'm not talking that fast. Oh. They're like, yes, you are. Well, no, I'm not. No, Kentucky. Your brain needs to work faster. Yeah. Y'all, you anyway. f- from the South, you know, y'all. But they're more polite than us, at least. Yeah. They don't talk as fast, but they're polite. That's true. Anyway. Except for Georgia. What? Except for Georgia. I've heard stories. Anyway. I don't know. Anyway, so let's get on with uh, <laughs> let's get on with uh, Courtney Cullen's story. So suddenly, she says, suddenly there was a noise, wicked loud. And next, there was, a, there was lights in the sky. No color, just bright lights. They were descending fast, like coming straight at the house behind behind where we were at the cookout. They're coming right for me. Nope. And I just, had to stand my ground. <laughs> and just as it seemed that the lights were going to crash into the house, they darted sideways at an unbelievable speed, and soon they were just they just disappeared. But what I also remembered is that soon after we saw the lights. More than one helicopter appeared in the sky <laughs> in the area of where the lights were. Now, this is – now, that's one of those ones where you hear a lot about, uh-huh. you know, black helicopters or fighter jets, do mm-hmm. I think, right? Yep. Appearing just after or – Or just before and then yeah. just after, like you're escorting yeah. it somewhere, yeah. Yeah. Those are the ones that I think are more – I think those are shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you, when you have like planes flying over and then you see it, then a little bit later there's more planes. It's like oh, that makes me go. That's one of ours. Yeah. That's uh, that's got a local driver, a local fucking license plate on it. Yep. Yeah. He's not from out of town. Uh, so here's another story. 1987, 12 year old Elizabeth Lynch wandered out of the Hockamock Swamp late in the afternoon. Elizabeth Lynch had been reported missing for nearly a week when she was found. Uh, nearly unharmed, Elizabeth was completely baffled as 
to how long she was missing. She remembers becoming separated from her brother, Eugene, when they were exploring the wetlands. Hmm. Her brother scared her with a tale of a wild goat, a <laughs> wild goat creature that ah. sucked the blood out of little girls. Ah. Eugene reported to his parents and the authorities it was as if her sister had just vanished into thin air. So we got some time slip shit. Maybe. She was a, f- a few feet away, pouting as he poked at a log with a stick. When she turned, when he turned her back to say something to her, she was gone. The story Elizabeth encountered, or recounted, involved a disorganized series of events. She remembered a big nest high She's in a tree. Also a kid. Yeah. No. Um, a gentle Bigfoot who showed her around the swamp, and possibly a young Bigfoot who was her playmate. Hmm. The authorities believing the account of a Bigfoot. Uh, oh, sorry. The authorities disbelieving the account of a Bigfoot. Obviously. Um, suspect that the child was abducted abducted by swamp people, who most likely were going to try to ransom the child until. They thought better of the, the scheme and let her go. The other thing to remember, in this area as well, there was a very, very active cult in the 80s. Um, that was in uh, 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 Fall River. Yes. Yep. So not not too far. Just down the fucking road. Um, the Freetown, uh, Freetown State Forest. Just down the road. Not far. Um. So that's always yeah. possible, except I'm pretty sure they would have just killed her because that's what they were doing. Yeah. That was their thing. Yeah. Um, All right. So, uh, yeah, that's what's uh, the Huckamuck Swamp. So if we want to take a – we'll take a break now, and then we'll come back, and we'll jump into yours. I don't want to. All right. Fine. Okay. Well, we're back already. That was quick. It was like we never left. Yeah. It's almost like I'm still chewing on the same piece of steak it was before we left. <laughs> so located just down 138 from Raynham – where a particularly brutal abduction and murder of a girl by the name of Mary Lou Arruda, who could potentially be in her own episode at some point, because it was a fucking weird case. Um, yeah. So just down the road from there sits the town of Taunton, which we've already mentioned. Town's pretty well known for a few things, considering it's it's smack ass in the middle of the Bridgewater Triangle. Like, if you pull, you pull up a map of it, it's like... Just south of the middle of the of the triangle. Um, so there's a lot of weird shit that goes on in the town. The other thing it's really well known for is the Taunton State Hospital. Um, the Taunton State Hospital was first built in 1854. It was, origi- was originally known as the State Lunatic Asylum of Taunton. You know, uh, kind of shows the, the age there. Because <laughs> we don't use words like lunatic asylum anymore. Which, whatever, it is what it is. So it was it was built on the Kirk uh, Kirkbride plan, which um, which some of the other more popular hospitals of the area era were also of this design, and I grabbed a few of them just because we have to have a list. Obviously, okay. um, the Trenton State Hospital, home of a top five piece of shit that we've covered so far, Howard Unruh. Oh yeah, a couple yeah, weeks yeah, ago. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Eastern Oregon State Hospital. Which will be its own episode because that one is got a lot of shit going on in it. The Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, which we've already covered. Yeah. 
and one that we actually visited while we were in Massachusetts, which is just up the road about an hour from Taunton, the Denver State Hospital, which is now an apartment complex. But it still looks like a fucking haunted old nut house. Well, because there's only part of it left. Right. Which is like the middle section. Which... But what's left of it still looks like a haunted old nut house. Yeah. Yeah. Because they tore down the rest of it and put fucking assisted, is it assisted living? Uh, I think part of it is assisted living, but there's definitely like yeah. a, like a for rent, um, like yeah. high end kind of apartment complex there as well. Yeah, it's huge. Like, I mean, it's fucking a lot it's of it. It's big. And like, yeah. what we saw is not all of it either, because they tore down uh, two or three wings of it. Um, yeah. So how, th- how this design works is if you were to look at it from the top... You'd have your main entrance, and then you'd have a wing off to each side, set back just a little bit, and then they would kind of go back out like that. Um, and sometimes they would even connect at the back to make like a, almost like a staggered triangle. Yep. Um, this one didn't, though. Um, but the hospital operated for a long time and was never subject to the like the overcrowding that you hear of a lot in a lot of these places. There wasn't really a lot of patient abuse either. No. You had a little bit here and there, obviously. Um, Doctors doing some goofy shit occasionally, doing some experiments like electroshock therapy. Um, Well, I'm going to guess it's probably that they were like an overflow from Danvers because Danvers was the state hospital. But this was was still a pretty active hospital. It wasn't just overflow. There was quite a few patients there. But it wasn't like... um, like uh, 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 like Eastern State Hospital, where they got five times the amount of people that yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's actually designed for, or Waverly for that matter, or even or, or even well, Danvers, or yeah, or our Penhurst, right, where they were designed to hold like you know so many people, and then there's quadruple that number. Yeah, um, d- didn't really have any of that. Well, no, Penhurst wasn't wasn't a lunatic asylum. That was just a. I think that was a tuberculosis hospital. No. Wasn't no, no, that was for people with uh, I'm thinking Waverly like Down syndrome. Oh, and... well, they, they still would have called it a lunatic asylum, I guess, yeah, yeah. because they, they didn't have terms for that stuff, yeah. But um, I think it was, uh, yeah, anyway, anyway, sorry, uh, either that or they would have called it uh, like an idiot school because they had a lot of really fucking terrible terms for shit like that back then. Well, we did too. I mean, we... I'm just, I'm not, I'm saying in general, we had the brain in training school yeah yeah i mean it was actually what was it the brandon farm i think it was called at one time yeah but i heard like some like with them that was like some bad shit like i i would actually love to get into that one because i heard like we'd have to do some digging on that because there's not a lot of like no i don't know a lot about it well it's because uh it's vermont and we we don't talk about stuff no we gotta hide things Mm -hmm. because you know why would we want to talk about something that's, you know, relevant, like such as the fact that it was kind of like most places like that for, you know, you had people that were, had Down syndrome or at that time mental retardation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but they had those people that lived there, their kids or whatever. But then you also had parents who couldn't deal with their kid. Because their kid was autistic. Or hyperactive. Hyperactive. Yeah. Or just a fucking 
just a menace, and then they said, we're going to dump your ass off mm-hmm. there until you can, you know, become of age. And then, you know, it was keep, like a state like state yeah. farm kind of thing where it's like, oh, you, you, you have yeah. debt you can't pay? Head to the fucking farm, bud. Sort of. But, I mean, but, like, you know, it's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, kind of like that, where, like, Penhurst, where people were mistreated by those that could uh, – could think for themselves yeah. and, you know, could talk and whatever. Because you, there, there wasn't, like, separate areas. They just mixed everybody together. Yeah. And there was a lot of bullying and just shittiness there. Yeah, I mean. Physical abuse. Yeah. It wasn't only just, you know, from the the uh, people who worked there. It was, it was also, also patients. Yeah. Yeah. Just craziness. So, um, the other thing that, one of the big things this hospital is known for was the, the tunnel system underneath it. Um. Like so many. Right, yeah. This one in particular, there's there's really not a lot of paranormal stuff that goes on with this hospital. No? Which makes you go, why the fuck did you pick it? Well, I mean, there are obviously some stories of people going into the tunnels where you hear voices that aren't there. You hear footsteps. Boilerplate haunted mental asylum tunnel shit. Yeah, yeah. Because the, her- the, the, the morgue was downstairs. Somebody passed. They'd run him through the tunnels down to the hearse or the ambulance or whatever. Because he didn't want up. anybody to see him. Right. It was just kind of. It was the way of uh, being kind of discreet. Yes. So I picked this hospital for one particular patient. Okay. Her name was Jane Topin. Okay. Okay. So we'll get into a, a little bit of her. I, I didn't go super in depth because. You know, but she was no, she wasn't, you know, like just any plain Jane. Okay. That I can hear people booing already at that joke. <laughs> I didn't even, that was, my, yeah. my brain didn't even, I wasn't even registered to it. Yeah. I was like, I just, it's because you're so used to my shitty jokes that no. you just, you've gone fucking ear, like you've gone deaf to them. I was going to say ear blind. Ear blind's not a word. Ear blind is deaf. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, no, I was like, Okay, Jane Tope. Okay, she wasn't a plane. Okay, all right. Let's you know. I'm like, okay, well, well I want to hear more about her. You know, just just kind of like going. I'm interested now. I had to, but then I didn't like it. It didn't process because, like I said, you're so used to my shitty jokes that you're just like, it just completely <laughs> bypassed it. Um, but I wrote it that way because I'm like, I can just hear somebody just going, like listening to it in their car and going, fucking boo. It was so bad. I know. But no, I did it on purpose. <laughs> uh, so she was born Nora Kelly, which I'm not, I, I've never understood that. The, the, the correlation between Nora and then turning it to Jane. I, I don't understand how that one works. Well, my my mom's Nora, but I, her middle name is Jane. Right. So. But even if your middle name's not Jane, that name, for whatever reason, gets shortened to Jane, which is the same number of letters. Well, it's like Peggy and Margaret. I don't understand uh, that. Yeah, no, that one doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But I don't have to worry about that because my mom's name is Peggy. Like, and it's not Margaret. On, on her birth certificate. Yeah. Like, my dad is not Gerald. He's Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Because my grandparents are like, yeah, we're a practical people. He's Jerry. Uh, so so she was born uh, in Boston in 1854. Uh, Jane lost her mother during infancy. So she was only a few months old when her mother died. And her father was a tailor. Um who kind of went a little fucking nuts afterwards, uh, after losing his wife. And, um, 
He was shipped to an asylum of his own because he was found in his shop trying to stitch his own eyelids together. Trying Whoa. to trying to sew his own fucking eyes shut. Okay. Which, uh, to me, sounds more like somebody that would work in a tannery or a hat factory where you're breathing in vaporized mercury. Because that tends to make you go a little crazy. Hey. But, uh, no, he was just making suits and shit. And he's one day, he's like, you know what would be really cool? If I sewed my fucking eyes shut like a Slipknot song. <laughs> you know, different strokes for different folks. So, obviously, he went to a hospital. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and his four daughters, including Jane, lived very briefly with their grandmother before she realized she can't raise four kids. Because yeah. she's by herself and she's an old lady. Yep. So, they were... They were hauled off to local orphanage in Boston. Abner Topin and his uh, and his wife uh, from Lowell uh, adopted her um, in 1859 and changed her first name to Jane. Because uh, I, I don't know. They, that was a very common thing back then. You adopt somebody and you change their name, their first name, obviously the last name too. But um, Kind of weird. It is kind of weird. Um. So the girls excelled in school, uh, and they seemed completely normal. Uh, that is until Jane was jilted by her fiancé. Uh, so after that, <clears throat> she tried to kill herself twice and suffered through a period of odd behavior, quote-unquote, that included efforts to predict the future through analysis <laughs> of dreams. Um, oh, that's definitely odd behavior. And yeah. one of her sisters, Ellen, actually would end up <clears throat> in the same asylum that her father was in because she had a mental breakdown in her 20s. So if anybody tells you <clears throat> that mental health issues are not genetic, they are fucking wrong. Look at Ernest Hemingway. Living proof of that. Okay. His old man killed himself, he killed himself, and his one of his grandkids killed themselves. All for the same reasoning. Because the brains hurt. So. Yeah. Actually, if you ever, you want, if you're, get bored, let them fight. Did a really, really kick-ass episode on Ernest Hemingway. That guy was a fucking nut, and I didn't know it. Huh. It's like, you think, oh, he was an author. Killing Nazis in basements with grenades. He was a fucking wacko, and I loved it. It was so fun. Anyway. Uh. So Jane signed on as a as a nursing student in uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts, which Cambridge is pretty big time. Uh, it still is. It was. Uh, it's not too far out of Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, there's kind of a big college there. You know, whatever. It's um, more. It's kind of like uh, the uppity ups. Yeah. You know, live in Cambridge. Yeah, it's because it's like a suburb. Like you can go from Cambridge into Boston and not have to live there. Yeah. And ride on the train with homeless people. Nobody lives in. I mean, you don't want to live in Boston. Unless it's South Boston, and then you just watch people get the fuck kicked out of them okay, on sidewalks. first off, A, that's Southie. So, you know. South Boston, same difference, yeah. Yeah. I watched a man get beat with a payphone in Southie when he went there for the, the Red Sox game with uh, my cousin and her husband. I want to go there. Just to wandered around and watched a man get his fucking head beat in with a, a payphone outside still, of a bar. It was awesome. I still want to go to, I want to go to Boston and go to, I've never been there. I mean, You've never was, been to Boston? I've been to Worcester. Huh. I know. And I don't remember it. Um, I can tell you, walking-wise, New York City is an easier walk because Boston is all fucking hills. But you can wear Red Sox hat there and not have paint thrown at you. God help you if you're a Yankees fan. 
I wore my I wore my Red Sox hat in Yankee Land, and only that one guy threatened to kill you, and you're like, "I'm sorry, officer." Actually, I didn't. <laughs> I just had some guy say, "You're br- pretty brave for wearing that hat." I said, "You know what? You're right," and nobody bothered me. Yeah, that's because that rivalry's gotten soft over the years. It has. Nothing like the mid two thousands with you know, before Jason Veritek just bitch slapping Alex Rodriguez in the, at, at the plate. Oh, it was before that too. I know, but it was so good when I was a kid. It was so good because we fucking hated the Yankees. Yeah, well, still do just strictly on principle. Like Derek Jeter, fuck Derek Jeter, fantastic baseball player, probably the best shortstop of the last like sixty years. Wonderful ball player, but fuck him because he was a Yankee. I'm gonna say you're probably right. Mm-hmm. And right behind him is definitely the greatest shortstop to go to third base ever. Who? Cal Ripken. He's not even the best third baseman that played for the fucking Orioles. Yeah, but he was the Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he played a bunch of games, but he's not Brooks Robinson. Anyway. True. Um, so she went to nursing school. And, uh, again, obviously she ex- she excelled in her classwork and anything she did at home um, because she was she was very good in school. Uh, supervisors and colleagues were disturbed by her obsess, uh, by her obsession with autopsies. Um, cause that's not really nurse stuff. Autopsies are doctor stuff. Okay. Uh, so she was dismissed. <laughs> she was dismissed after two patients died mysteriously in her care. She left the hospital without her certificate and forged the paperwork necessary to finally work as a private nurse. Over the next two decades, she was hired by dozens of New England families to care for their uh, ill and elderly in uh, several states. So she worked in, uh, for sure, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, a little bit in like southern New Hampshire, like that way. Okay. Um, But uh, a few of Topin's patients managed to survive her, quote, special treatments that she had. On July 4th, night. Yeah, right? Quote, unquote, special treatments. Yeah. Well, we'll get into those quote, unquote, special treatments. <laughs> that, was, that was why I was, you know. <laughs> On July 4th, 1901, an old friend, Maddie Davis, died under Jane's care at uh, at Cambridge. And Topin accompanied the body, her body home to oh, Catamet, Massachusetts. It sounds like it should be in fucking Washington. Catamet, that's, that's a northwest word. Get that out of here. Okay. Um, where she and she was obviously there for the burial because she wanted to make sure that her friend was okay. Well, yeah. Um, she was then retained as the family nurse by uh, Alden Davis, the father. Uh, Jane finished off. Uh, <laughs> Jane finished off his married daughter Annie Gordon on July 29th. So not even a month later, another kid's dead. The old man's death a few days later was blamed on a quote-unquote stroke, and his surviving daughter, Mary Gibbs, was pronounced dead on August 19th. This bitch wiped out an entire family in just a little over a month. Mary's husband demanded an autopsy, and lethal doses of morphine were found in the three latest, in the three latest victims. Jane's not done yet, though. Uh, before her arrest in Amherst, New Hampshire, on October 29th, she fed a lethal quote unquote tonic to her foster sister, Edna Bannister. The, Edna was her, the daughter of her adopted parents. 
So they were close. <laughs> uh, and she was working on another patient when police cut her short. Um, so now in custody, Topin confessed to 31 murders. She named all of her victims, uh, but students believe that her final tally is somewhere. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, students. Studies believe that her final tally was somewhere between 70 and 100. <laughs> Which would make her, uh, regardless, makes her the most prolific, one of the most prolific female serial killers in United States history. Um, and a lot of the female ser uh, serial killers like this work in the healthcare profession because especially back at this point in time, easy to get a hold of shit. That's yep. not going to show up because yep. autopsies weren't the same. Yep. Um, Very so true. no accurate list of her hospital victims was ever compiled. So, <laughs> so she only named the 31 that she killed outside of the hospitals, <laughs> like as a private nurse. Um, Various New England families avoided the scandal by refusing official requests for exhumation and autopsies. At her trial, Jane's lawyer grudgingly conceded 11 murders, staking his hopes on a plea of insanity. Uh, Topin really <laughs> kind of hung herself in the case with her testimony, uh, telling the court, quote, That is my ambition, to have killed more people more helpless people than any man or woman who has ever lived. So she's obviously declared insane uh, or else we wouldn't be talking about her. Uh, and she was confined for life at the state hospital in Taunton. Okay. Uh, she died August, 1938 at the age of 84. Wow. <laughs> so she was remembered by her keepers as quote, a quiet old lady. Uh, but attendants, uh, uh, but older attendants remember her smile as she beckoned them into her room. Quote, come get some morphine, dearie, she would say, and we'll go out on the ward. You and I will have a lot of fun seeing them die. So, yeah, bitch was nuts. That's uh, just a quick overview of Jane Topin, because we could definitely go into more, more thorough detail on that. Wow. But, uh, yeah, safe to say, she fucking crazy. Yeah. So... Oh, shit, man. That puts us an hour and ten. Jesus. We had a fun episode this week. Yeah. It wasn't, like, real heavy like no. the last no. month has been. No, that's very true. <laughs> uh, we didn't have to talk about any kids getting shot. Uh-uh. We didn't have to talk about anybody getting hobbled. Nope. Uh, or having their fucking toes cut off. Or their balls ripped or out. Or their balls pulled out by hand. Yeah. Uh, or a woman getting her arm cut off with an axe. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's pretty fucking metal, but I don't want to talk about it. No. Um, let's not talk about it anymore. Yeah. We don't have to talk about Canadian Charles Manson. Nope. Which is great. Nope. It was a good, fun episode. And Yo. next week is going to be more of the same because we're staying on the fucking road trip and we're going to Michigan. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Michigan, home of the Wolverines. Yeah. Yeah. Wolverines. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know what? What else we're going to talk about right now? Studio. Yeah, we are, actually. <laughs> um. So, studio.com. Go check them out. They have headphones, earbuds, Bluetooth speaker, whatever you want. They also, I was just looking on there last night. They had this little thing where if you are in the mood to get a both a pair of headphones and earbuds or head, or I'm sorry, headphones and a Bluetooth speaker or earbuds and a Bluetooth speaker. Yep, they've got they a have, really good deal. Yeah, they have some pretty good deals on there um, for packages. 
for get you know both go both of them in one package. So check them out. Put whatever you find in your basket and put the promo code of Dark Windows fifteen in to get fifteen percent off your entire purchase. And just to just to put our money where our mouths are, I currently hold in my hot little hand. The a most brand new pair of earbuds. The newest pair of earbuds they've released to this day, uh, the E2s. And yeah. uh, we're actually going to do our first little overview of them uh, while we're sitting here. So I got mine in gray. Ooh, those are I fucking like gangster. Okay. I like the... I like the uh... So they're like a, about like a battleship gray, and yeah, the button on nice. them is almost purple. That's nice. They've got kind of a, uh, kind of a uh, uh, AirPod kind of look to them. Kind of like the Ets. Yeah. They like the Ets. Kind of like the Et. Um, but what these came with that the Et didn't, uh, part of a promo, uh, promotion they're running, I got the Lad Plus with it, which is a, uh, it's like 50 bucks. But if you did it as part of the promotion like I did, you get it for free. And this is a wireless charger. Okay. It's like a little charging station. Okay. Uh, if I can get this motherfucker open. I wonder how that works. Well, we're going to take a look at it and see. What if they, you just set it on top of it? I believe so, because it'll charge your phone, too. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, it's just it looks like a coaster, oh, which is okay. very yep, yep. very important because coasters are a good thing. Coasters save lives. So you must ha- it must be like you just set it on top of it, and it, and it uh, charges. Yeah, yeah. So the case, so the case must be the charging mechanism. The case holds tr- holds charges for the earbuds like it does like all their other ones do. Yeah. But if your case dies, you can just set that bitch on top of here and yeah. recharge your case, or you can charge your phone on it. So that's like fifty bucks, and I got it for free with my earbuds. Wow. As part of a promo, so that's pretty um, cool. For real, go fucking check them out. Yeah. Um, I know a couple of our listeners have have purchased some earbuds with them. Um, so far, I don't think anybody's been disappointed. This is my, technically my fourth pair of earbuds that I've ordered for, through them because I've had two sets of, um, of the, no, this is my sixth. So I had two sets of Nevas and my dog ate one of them. Then I had two sets of the, um, oh, son of a bitch. I can't remember which ones I have. Uh, the 12 yes i had two sets of those because my dog ate one of those too um but these ones are going to go to work with me and they're going to stay at work so my dog can't eat them oh man i don't know about that why nice oh this that's the only place they really use them i use them while i'm at work and i use them while i'm in my truck because my truck radio does not have bluetooth connection because my truck is from 1999 Ah. um i could daisy chain the shit together to like plug my phone in yeah okay then do that into an auxiliary splitter uh-huh. plug that in and then get the tape deck thing to put uh, in and get like real early 2000s with it uh-huh Be pretty rad um but yeah go over to studio like yeah. for fucking real um definitely you won't great be dis- ass deals i don't think you'll be disappointed i hope not yeah uh also uh you can find us on facebook we're a dark windows podcast we're on facebook um and there, we have dark windows podcast yes. the group and we also have the dark windows podcast page yes where you can go and leave us reviews please Mm -hmm. to tell us that we're pretty not bad at this yeah or just tell us we fucking suck and then leave us five stars um and you'll see you'll see kevin on there he's kev carlton and i'm kevin hire yep i'm on there oh of course we're the admins so if you want to hit us up you know whatever go right ahead and also uh you can find us on twitter and instagram at darkonos pod 
Yep. It's really it's it's uh Twitter via Instagram. Yeah. But uh yeah, and um I'm also on Instagram. I am speedy eight zero two S P E E D I E eight zero two. Not that you want to look me up, because the only thing I put on there is pictures of my German Shepherd. Oh, no. Yeah. People don't want to look at pictures of dogs. I know. You've been on the internet in the last 15 years? Maybe. It's all cat videos and dog pictures, dude. All right, it's, fine. It's a... And uh, Kevin's on there. It's uh... I, Kevin sucks at stuff. Uh-huh. And there's an underscore between each one of those. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh... I think that's it. Um, <laughs> and next week, we're, we're doing Michigan. Yep. And then after that, I've got a... I'm going to do it. I rolled a history, uh, but it's going to have a little bit of a twist because it's, it's, it, it's history, but it's not just history. It's, it's other interesting thing. Like one very particular type of incident that's happened through history. Okay. Um, it might make people squeamish. That's my goal. Okay. It's like not to like depress anybody. But to make them like kind of feel icky about having listened to what has happened, that's my goal. Okay. So uh, I might even try to post pictures uh, if Facebook doesn't take them down. I'm All sure right. they'll block them, <laughs> but they won't take them down, hopefully. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Then after that, Numbnuts has got a crime to do. I do. Yeah. So, with that being said. Just because your balls can't see. I really want to do something, but I don't know if anybody would get it. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Scott Hall died. That sucks. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> anyway, uh, just because you can't see out in the dark. Fuck you. Get out of here. Can't see into Get you. the fuck out of here. Uh-huh, I already said it. You did not. Yes, I did. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if you don't think I like it. I will throw a fucking toothpick at you. <laughs>